Welcome to the Made to Parade podcast, sponsored by the British Drum Company, manufacturers of the Phantom, Regimental Series and Axial Parade drums that look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Alrighty folks, welcome along to season number five of the Made to Parade podcast. You're joining us on episode number two and I hope that you enjoyed the episode with Jason Carnahan from Pride of the Main. It's great to have the podcast not only on audio but also now on video on our YouTube channel. And today's episode we are doing something a wee bit different. Um, We are having a conversation with uh, two people who run um, YouTube channels um, that are dedicated to the, the parades and video and bands while they're out on parade as well. And that's something that's come up as a part of the whole new media and YouTube, Facebook Live and live streaming, etc. becoming more accessible to people. And it used to be, I remember like whenever I was growing up, that if you missed a parade, you missed a parade. There was no chance uh, of catching it up. And now, you don't even have to leave your house in order to be able to watch parades and catch up with how things are going with bands. So we have two guests on the show. We have Neil Glass from On The March and we have Roy McPeak from Pictures On Parade. And I'm just going to bring them in now and we'll have a wee bit of a conversation going on here. All right, guys. Nice to have you on the Made The Parade podcast. Absolutely fantastic to have you. Hope you're all keeping well. Yes, thank you. Keeping well yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I can't complain um, much at the moment. You know what I mean? So uh, all good to, all, all good in the hood here. So, folks, in terms of maybe starting off, I know I usually kind of kick off with, you know, tell us how you got involved in a bond or whatever. But uh, maybe, um, Neil, if we start with you, how did you end up getting involved uh, with um, video and parades? And where did your interest in bonds initially come from? Well, I was in a band myself back uh, in the 80s and 90s and grew up through the ranks and ended up being secretary in a band and stuff like that there. Until I was about 22 when uh, I got married, bought a house and left the band for a wee while, drifted in and out of bands. So bands have been sort of with me from um, my early teens right through. But with having a small family and working and stuff, I didn't really have time for bands very much until my boys grew up and moved away and I had a bit more time in my hands. So going back now about probably 13 years ago or more, um, me and my wife decided to go and watch a few parades. I always watched a few parades every year, but we started going more regular. And uh, I had a wee camera on my own. I used to take just photographs mainly Bannerats, actually, because I used to love all the different Bannerats. And then that started progressing, the more photos, more photos. Uh, years ago, I was a moderator on the Ulster Bands Forum, um, the forum itself that used to be running, and everybody used to write down reports and send pictures in and that. And I was involved in all that there back, you know, 20, even 20 years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. And being a good friend of Quincy Dugan, uh he used to write a column in uh, the newsletter, Umbeat, and uh, Elaine and I used to take photos around the parades and send them to Quincy, and he used to put them in the newsletter. And that right, really okay. sort of started us off, even before video, when we were taking photographs. Right. Okay, and where did the shift come from in terms of, obviously, you know, video cameras maybe a bit more expensive 20-odd years ago, and but where, where did the shift happen for you in terms of, 
they're moving in and taking videos now? Well, we had a, we had a, a sort of decent sort of camera that we used um, around the parades. Uh, it was lanes, and we used to use it, and it went belly up. It broke on us, and right. uh, we sort of we decided we'd look for a new camera. Well, one thing led to another, and uh, Christmas came, and Santa brought me a camera. Right. <laughs> and uh, Santa was very good to me that year, so I ended up with a video camera uh, for Christmas. And that kind of led us into taking videos in the next season when it started off again. Brilliant. Good stuff. Well, Roy, what about you then? Where did you get the start? And obviously, you initially started out with photographs as well, didn't you? Yeah. Um, well, even before that, I'd been involved in band scenes since I was four years of four years old. Right. I had my first twelfth. My dad was in a wee band, Ballakeel LOL four seven two flip band, no longer in the road. I was in that till I was twenty one, same as Neil got married and everything else and way by the wayside and then i went to i lived in england for 14 years and always enjoyed seeing Neil's was actually one of the ones the youtube channels i used to watch quite a lot when i was in england just to see the parades and everything else caught them up but when i came back that first year that i came back i went to i think it was about 160 parades right that first year and i just as Neil, like Neil snap i was snapping bannerette pictures with with me um phone at the time and then i had i was in pride of the main for a while i moved to the stage went back into the bands into the pride of the main and then i get hit severely with depression okay and went away from everything to do with bands do with everything didn't go to a parade for a year and a half but i took mm -hmm. up vaping to get myself off smokes I had bought a decent camera to take pictures and videos for the vape and just thought you know what I need to get out and start taking them. So I just went out and started taking pictures. When I went out to the parades, it was, I think it was Bally Keel's mm -hmm. parade. Went down right. past my house and was back, stood back and took some pictures of that and then uploaded them to my own page. And then people were asking me at parades where I was putting pictures up. And I was at Waringstown at um, Clockers Parade. They just caught with pictures and parade and said, that's where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. So there was, an, was there an element of this almost being something like therapeutic for you, Roy? You know, you mentioned about, you know, the obviously getting hit with depression and stuff. Was there something about taking the photographs that was therapeutic for you? It was. It, it was the focus of a trying to take a, a, a picture, trying to be slightly different than everything else out there. But then the process of editing them afterwards, I actually found therapeutic. It was like Lee sort of reliving the parade again and, and mm -hmm. oh, i remember that now and then seeing something maybe in the picture that i didn't actually see it at the time and sure. um, unlike neil neil's gone into the full video bit and he walks the full routes and puts the miles in and, and everything else whenever i go live i just stick the stick the tripod down leaves the phone running and then that's it that was just a favor for somebody one time that i did sure. and it, it's just continued on ever since and then talking about those the, the early days then, Neil, because obviously, you know, when you're talking, you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, you start video on parades and, you know, I'm sure how you started doing things and how you're doing things now are quite different. But what, what kind of, what was it like for you starting the, the video parades in those those early days? You know, what, what did you have anything in mind that you really wanted to achieve with it? Or was it just, let's just take this for fun? I think uh, we watched other people's videos and thought, I'd like to do that myself. I'd like to get involved. And um, mm. 
I always found out that there was maybe three or four parades in the night, and there was always some parades that weren't covered, and other parades were getting loads of cover. And I kind of had it in my mind that, you know, we need more people to cover more parades. So yeah. it was kind of nearly like I wanted to go and do something different, but the same. Yeah. I wanted to go to the parades that other people weren't going to. Okay. And that kind of continued on. You know, I still find myself going to parades that I may be the only one there. Yet, you know, 10 mile up the road, there's a big parade with 40 bands and, you know, there's also 10 people videoing it. So uh-huh. I kind of thought there's bands out there that's not getting any publicity. There's bands out there that aren't getting any recognition and they want to see themselves too. Yeah. So when we started out, it was a wee bit about, you know, there's more out there to see than there is being covered. Okay. And we would, we wanted to see, we wanted to show the other side. Brilliant. And how did that go? I mean, how did you find that, you know, starting off, you know, getting stuff, you know, getting it recorded, getting it uploaded, all that kind of stuff? Because, you know, times have changed, you know, in regards to, you know, moving on from tape and the cards and all sorts of stuff, you know, I mean, the, was it, did you find it a bit more cumbersome at the beginning or it was is it all cumbersome just in general? <laughs> Well, at the start, it was it was quite exciting actually because we got a YouTube channel up and running and uh, started loading videos on it, and you know to watch the views going up, and even better to see them being shared, and you were going on the Facebook and you were seeing somebody else had shared your video, and that was quite exciting. Uh, at mm-hmm. the start, the wee camera we had wasn't a bad wee Canon camera. But the battery never lasted long, so we found out that you know we we can't run out of battery before we run out of parade. So right. we ended up buying more batteries, ended up buying uh, bigger cards. The you know bigger parades, you were running out of memory on your card. And you learned as you went along. You know, I ended up I found at the start I was trying to record one minute of each band because mm-hmm. I went into YouTube and seen what people were watching, and a lot of people only watched one minute of each clip. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, if I only video one minute of each band, then that's all they're going to watch anyway. Right, okay. It's only since then that I've moved on a bit and realised that there's a lot of people out there that want to hear the full tune and they want you to follow the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes to, you're talking about how things have changed. I mean, years ago I had to walk behind the band thinking that you have to hear the flutes. Mm-hmm. Um but quite often, some of the parades you were going to at certain times of year, it was that dark. You didn't even know who you were walking behind because you were right behind a van in the dark. And it, it could have been nearly anybody. So it could have been. Uh-huh. So I've moved from the back of the van to the front of the van with a better camera that picks up the flutes. And, you know, things like that have changed. And you learn as you go along. Yeah. So you kind of evolve over time. You kind of, you know, work out what works best for you. And then you're using some of the, the analytics type of stuff, you know, to try and work out what's what what work what works best. Yeah. Roy, what about you? Because obviously you'd started off with, with with pictures and then they were were they be going were they going to a website or were were they just going to albums and stuff on Facebook? Where was where, where Origin- was happening to you? Originally it was just onto my own personal Facebook, just an right. album. Um, you know, just took the parade or you know, the certain band it's it's at you know Pride of the Mains prayed or Bally Keels prayed. And then because I didn't really feel I just started didn't feel comfortable the more and more people that were asking me where I put the pictures up, I thought, uh-huh. well not really good telling them it's gone to my own personal page. So I started up the, the pictures in the parade Facebook page and that's just where they go to. 
yeah. and like Neil says, whenever you sort of whenever you're flicking through Facebook and you see somebody's put your picture as their profile picture or as their cover picture or shared them mm-hmm. out, it's it is heartwarming. And um and that's where it comes to. And then I have my video at it and it's just it was literally someone said to me, Are you going to I think it was the Black Parade and Bally Money? I goes, Yeah, and says, You wouldn't live stream it for me? Because I'm working uh-huh. and I'd love to see the parade. I went, Yeah, no problem at all. So stuck the stuck the camera up on the tripod and then me off snapping pictures i never and you're supposed to do a wee bit of live streaming don't you i mean i've i've no i know neil you and your 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 other half do a wee bit of streaming as well as just doing you know following the bonds around and stuff it's it's become so accessible hasn't it? i mean the likes of facebook and you know technology has now made what used to be what you needed the bbc for you know, in order to go out and film something, you can actually just do on your phone. Now, it's been a it's been a real game changer for you know everybody, but I think specifically for the Bond scene as well. This being able to find out you know what's going on with Bonds across the the country and actually get an appreciation for you know what else is going on there. Especially Neil, you're saying about video on you know parades that maybe not everybody's turning up to, and then being able to to share that, but. Were you conscious of that, you know, changing, you know, the, the technology changing and then the way people were interacting with what you were doing changing? Yeah, I well, me, like the reason, I suppose one of the reasons why I take the pictures is trying to promote the positive side of, mm. of the bands. Because if something happens at a parade, the only time you'll that's the only time you'll ever hear it on the news basically is something bad has happened to a parade or just might the news will skim over it and yeah. go whether well, it was a parade in belfast tonight or whatever but if something bad happens the media is all over it mm. if something bad happens with today's te- technology people just lift this and they're they're videoing it and they're putting it on snapchat or instagram whatever and that's one little thing mm. one little bad thing can do a lot more damage then you know a hundred positive things happening but yeah. as with neil as well it's i never in none of my pictures whenever you go through it you won't see any bandsmen drinking you won't see mm. them drinking their hand and things like that because i don't like to promote that side of that side of things you, you know you can't ignore it and say it doesn't happen because everybody does like you know most people like a like a drink every now and again uh-huh. but the, the positive side the you know it's the the colors the the uniforms the precision and then you've got the likes of say neil and everybody else doing the videos which captures the music side of things yeah yeah the other thing i like about what you do roy um is that is especially you know taking pictures of the younger members of bonds you know obviously bonds have got a lot of you know like we drum majors and other things they got there you know and i i at times i see you on parade and you've got them together and you're trying to you know get a, a really a, a nice picture of them and i suppose you're providing memories for parents and stuff as well you know being able to you know to remember a particular parade that their kids were at and being able to kind of document stuff do you ever get people asking you for stuff yeah i get i'll get messages coming through on the page but even before i go to a parade are you going to such and such a parade tonight i'll mm-hmm. go yeah can you get such and such pictures can you get this can you get that and get uh-huh. the other or straight after a parade because a lot of the a lot of the bands i've got the younger members doing the the drum majors and everything else their parents or their mothers are, are walking alongside the band 
Mm-hmm. And as soon as they see you getting down, taking pictures and everything that, they'll come over and ask, no, where can you get the picture of that? And it's like, I will always say, just send me a private message on the page and I'll send you the pictures without watermarks on it. Sure. Um, yeah, because I don't charge. It's like the same way as Neil and Lane. They don't charge for anything they give out. I don't charge yeah. for anything that I do. It's a hobby to me. I do it to promote positive side of things and I'm not here to make money out of it. So. Yeah. And then what about you guys? You obviously get requests then from people saying, listen, any chance you give us the footage of this bond or were you here for this? Do you get that kind of stuff too? We've had requests for stuff and we've had requests to take stuff down. Right, okay. We've done live streaming for quite a while, um, but we always just pick snippets from parades Mm -hmm. and then sort of use that as an advertising tool for our uh, YouTube page or our Facebook page. Sort of if you want to see more clips, this is where to go. But uh, by going live, quite often you get mothers and that or grannies watching the parade saying, my son plays the symbols for this one. Will you make sure you get a photo of them or will you will you uh-huh. sh- show me my son? So even when you're just at a parade, you do get requests, as Roy say, you know, people want to see their family out there. And yeah. uh, before you go, they're looking, you know, footage of certain bands and stuff like that. And how have you found your your own skills developing, Neil? And next thing, obviously, you do, you're doing video editing and stuff as well. Was that something you were always into, or is that something you've had to, to learn on the fly as you went? Learn as you go. Uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not very technical-minded, to be honest. And uh, it really is. It's a learning process, and that uh, my early age, you know, their memory's not great anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you use? What do you what are you editing with? If you don't mind ask, what's what software or whatever uh, are you using? I, I'm just using a, a, a free download uh, Lightworks 14, which right. I find uh, quite handy. Um I do plan next year maybe to move up and pay for it and uh use a more professional one. But okay. uh I'm always fearful that um, I'm gonna pay for something I'm not gonna use, but mm. I need to learn it, I need to learn the next step and progress uh, my skills a wee bit fuller. Well, you don't need to buy You don't need to buy one, Neil. You don't need to. DaVinci Resolve has got all the features of, of a premium um, video and edit on suite, but it's free. Yeah, yeah. and there's some stuff that you can get even on. There's a, there's a couple of um, iPod video editors now even that are are that are up there with the likes of mm-hmm. even Alexa Defense and also even the likes of you know Final Cut and stuff as well. You know, there's a lot of a lot of great stuff out there that you can kind of get into. Maybe that's something we need to work on. Maybe we need to put together we uh you know we school around, you know, video editing yeah. and stuff, you know. The, the light works is quite good. It allows you to do picture on picture and you can zoom in uh-huh. and out you can put you know words over the top and, and all sorts of stuff. And uh, through the Banfan TV, I've learned to do a wee bit as I go along. And YouTube has plenty of editing uh, tutorial things to show you yeah. how to do bits and pieces. So, but it is, it's learn as you go for me anyway. Yeah. And what about you, Roy? Because obviously, you know, in terms of editing photographs and stuff, I mean, that's something you've developed over time as well. It, it is. Um, I never was really a photograph editor, but I use Photoscape X. Um, right just read it in the pictures it's probably not the best i could go a lot further if i you know bought adobe or something like that to do it 
but for the level of editing that I need for the pictures, you know, Photoscape does me does me fine. I did uh -huh. have a Mac, um, because my old computer just wasn't up to speed to using uh -huh. um sort of decent editing software. But now I've got a, a new computer, um, because I burnt the old graphics card out in the old one. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's now Resolve works. At, absolutely 100 percent on it and it can do the 2k if i take any drone footage or anything like right. that then it can it can handle that so i'm now getting rid of my mac and just solely concentrating on the on the pc because it was right, awkward okay. well, interesting getting, right interesting getting rid of a mac well, you need to talk to me afterwards all right <laughs> um no worries. in terms of obviously you know you have started off and now you have you you've, your channels are established and whatever else um and then obviously Roy, you had mentioned about the amount of praise that you've been Neil, on an average season, because obviously life hasn't exactly been normal um, over the last few weeks as well. But on average, how many praise are you and the other half hitting a year? We we were averaging about a hundred to hundred and ten. Uh, I think uh, two hundred or two thousand twelve was probably the most we've done. But that was a year mm -hmm. with Twiddell and stuff like that, and we were there plenty. Um, mm -hmm. But. Uh, this year we've done 71 so far and uh, still a few more to go. Uh, I quite like the logistics and I, I quite like working out you know, two or three, four parades a day sometimes and uh -huh. trying to go out. We can be there for half 12, get four tunes with one band, shoot over to there, you know, see that parade and then we can go there for dinner and then end up there. And right. I like to work that. <laughs> I always don't like forget, to work it out. Don't and, forget uh, the picnics. Oh, uh, we usually make a, make a picnic and a flask of tea, and we take that with us. And uh, if we go out, we'll go out for the day, you know. But uh, this year we've done seventy one. Funny, Elaine worked it out last night. She reckons we've covered over three thousand five hundred miles this year so wow. far. Wow! You know, That's crazy. And, and, and I tell you what, it's, it's probably a good thing that your that your wife's um, interested in this stuff. You know, because if if there weren't, you may you may have some trouble in your hands. Well, she's my cheerleader, and no matter no matter where I go, she's cheering me on, and uh, she's uh, she's brilliant because she takes a lot of the photographs. Won't do nothing with the editing. That's up to me to take. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's up to me when we get home. But uh, no, she likes to take the photographs and that, and especially when she's getting requests and stuff, and people want uh -huh. to see certain things. You know. And quite often we would get asked to go to different events. If somebody is presenting a check for charity or something, we get asked to go along. Or if there's a new uniform and people say okay. we'd come down and get a photograph of the van, and then Elaine steps up and she she's great at organising the van, getting them standing the right way, getting the photographs taken, and uh, she enjoys that bit of it too. So she's part of it all. Brilliant. That's, 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 I suppose uh, that makes it all, you know, um, all, all good for everybody in terms of being involved and keep everybody together. I suppose you, you wouldn't want to be out all the time and be separate all the time, you know. Roy, what about you then? You're out and about a fair bit, so you are, you, it wouldn't be um, unlike you to be at a couple of parades a day as well. Yeah, I've actually calmed down. Um, <laughs> whenever I was sort of by myself, I was out at every parade and everything else, but then when Michelle moved over, um, and she wasn't working, we went to as many parades as possible, but now Michelle's working. Mm -hmm. And the three kids, it's not just sometimes it's easy to to get home, get Michelle home from work. She finishes at six and then get to a parade. So sometimes we're, we're limited by that. But it is as many parades as you can get to. If it's two parades in a day or whatever, 
but you know, you make some some great friendships along the way, like Neil and Elaine um have been an absolute godsend at times. Mm-hmm. You know, a story went the twelfth, we were down in Lisbon filming it. Neil was walking up around near Nabby Way and he says, Oh, why don't you come over and we'll go over and see Rascal? Of course, me and you know, chance to see Rascal, no problem at all. <laughs> Ended up at Neil's house. Did we ever get to see Rascal? No. <laughs> the the lodge Neil's um the the crack was 90 and it was just absolutely amazing evening. I think it was like 20 past 12 at night. We we were heading right. back down the road again. Crazy. Brilliant. So you were talking there about doing loads of mails, going to parades and organizing your your day, your weekend, or whatever it happens to be. Some people might listen to this and go, Are you nuts? What on earth is yeah. it that what is it that drives you guys to, to do this? You know, ultimately, I know it's all about you know, you have a love for the bonds, but you know, what really drives you guys to, to hit two, three parades a night sometimes and put in thousands and thousands of miles every year? What what what's your motivation? The foremost thing is to promote the bonds, to show the good side of bonds. There's so much bad press, there's so much negativity. And as I said a minute ago, we get asked to go and photograph uh, charitable donations, you know, things working out, you know, people helping people. And, you know, it's just great to go out. It's got the stage now, no matter where Elaine I goes, we get recognised. Somebody co- mm-hmm. comes and talks to you. Um, and we've made so many friends, so many good friends, Roy and Michelle, and that's brilliant. So there. And you go along, you meet up, have a cup of tea. We've been for dinner with people, you know, we've had, you know, friends for picnics and stuff and that's before the parade and then after the parade you find out somebody comes up and has a yarn with you and an hour later you're going home because you've stayed and had a yarn an hour after everybody else has gone home, you're still there. Um, There's a real social side of it that a lot of people don't know, don't understand. Um, There's a wee joke runs around about Elaine and I like a cup of tea and a bun there's loads of parades go. There's loads of parades you go to out there, and afterwards, you know, there's a tea stand and a bun stand, and you can go and get a cup of tea and a bun, put a few coppers into the jar for the van, and you sit and you have a yarn with a couple of friends, and uh, that social side of it is fantastic. That's, the, that's not a rumor going. That's not a rumor <laughs> going round. It is literally true. If you want yeah. to know any brand parade, we can get a cup of tea and a bun at it. Neil yeah. will know because Neil will be there. Just follow him. Yeah. So, but, there you go, yeah. folks. <laughs> if you're out at a parade and you see Neil and the wife, make sure you've got some tea and maybe some buns on it, and and let's send them home with a whole a whole dose of stuff there. Brilliant. No, but there is that you you are right. It's good that you're 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 highlighting the fact that there's you know the mainstream press is so quick to jump on the negative side of things. And it's it's I think it's great that from within our own community we're creating our own press. We're saying, listen, mm-hmm. here's what's really going on. You know, there's there's always seemed to have been a mistake about sometimes about what happens at a parade and why why is there so many parades, you know, and all that kind of thing. And I think the work that you guys are doing are helping to break down that barrier, but also to promote some level of understanding. You know, this isn't some mystical sectarian march thing that's going on that these are musicians who happen to form who'd be part of marching bonds and they're walking around their own area showing off their talents and here here's what they sound like here's 
the effort that they put in week after week to practice. Here's here's a, an example of what they what they've done. You know, so Neil, just stick on with you for a wee minute. Then obviously, as you do do the videos, but you've mm -hmm. also do a wee thing called Bond Fan TV. Where did that come from for you guys, and why did you you feel that that was something you needed to add to what you were already doing? But there's there's plenty of people out there who take videos, uh, put them onto YouTube, Facebook, and uh, promote the band scene. Um, and I can think of at least a dozen from all four corners of Northern Ireland. Uh, and there's people out there that have websites, and there's people out there that were doing a number of different things. And I just seen through a vlog that I was watching for something else, which was travel. I thought, you know, they're doing that for travel. They're traveling around. They're showing sights and sounds of certain areas. I could nearly do that with a band parade mm -hmm. and show highlights of what happened last week. And again, try to promote what's going on. And at the same time, then let everybody know what's coming up. And I thought I could put together, I wanted to do something a wee bit different. And I thought maybe this was the next stage. Nobody else was doing this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I took two years to think about it and research it. And I did do my research. You know, I went on to watch other vlogs, how to make vlogs, what length of vlogs should be. It should never be more than 10 minutes and all this year. Keep it interesting, keep it short, keep your clips. And I tried to work that all out and, you know, bring this all in. And through all that there and a bit of research, it took two years to build up the courage, but we finally got around it. Sort of, it's, uh, We've done 111 shows now. It goes live yeah. every Tuesday night on YouTube and then a shirt on Facebook. And uh, it was just something that we bit different that we thought was maybe the next stage. And uh, I was a bit nervous going on with it, but it has uh -huh. worked out really, really well. And, uh, and to be honest, it's something I'm quite proud of. Brilliant. And you do like a wee interview section, don't you? What is it? Is it the five question interviews that you do? Yeah, we tried to do something a wee bit different and uh, walking around trying to get somebody to do an interview is not always easiest. But uh -huh. we have people actually come to us say, when you come to our parade, I want to do your interview. So you get volunteers. <laughs> but right. it's the same five questions for every person. So there was people that had their, their answers rehearsed before you even went, which was quite <laughs> good. But... Um, in the questions, there was no right or wrong answer. It was their own answers. It was their own mm -hmm. experience. And again, it was about how they got involved in the band. So why did, what age did they join the band? Why did they join the band? They have a favourite tune, a favourite parade. And usually the last question, it changes. But usually it is, um, what's, got, what's the next year got involved for your band? And you find out that some bands are looking for a new uniform, some bands are travelling, and, you know, it gives you an insight of what's coming up in years to come. And uh, it's been quite popular, and uh, a lot of people have enjoyed it. So have, and we've got, we're going to involve it, uh, what's the word? Revolve. Evolve it for next year. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to evolve it for next year. It's still going to be five questions, but we're, we're planning to change it a wee bit and let uh, People sort of pick a card and then answer the question accordingly. So, oh, that, right, boss, okay. that the boss in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. 
the boss is in the background now. Keep me right. So I, I like that though. I like that idea, uh, Neil, where you're gonna maybe like some random type questions, you know, and then get people mm-hmm. to pick out. I think that's cool. Yeah, we're gonna have ten questions on cards, and so it'll not be the same five questions every every week. They'll pick five cards, and then that'll be their questions. So every week it'll be different questions for different people. Brilliant. But again, oh, it'll be. It'll be all about them. It's a no right or wrong answer, so they can't get it wrong. It's about their experience and the positive experience of being in a band and uh, how that has enhanced their life and, and made things for them. Brilliant. I love that. That's, that's right up my street, so it is. It's um, obviously something I'm heavily involved in in terms of doing with Safa. And the more that we can put out there in regards about the positive side of things, then definitely the better. You know, I, I love watching Bonfon TV. I love the fact that it's just 10, it's like 10, 15 minutes long. And, you know, you get a quick snapshot of some of the parades that you've been at, the wee interviews they had on, and then you're like kind of going, that's good. There's a wee fix. And at the end, obviously, you have a wee run-up of parades and stuff that are coming up. And that's something else that I think is amazing about new media that we'll have is that it used to be you never had a clue, you know, when certain bonds were out or when parades were on and stuff. And now we've got a, a plethora of you know, avenues to be able to access that information. Yeah. So that sounded like you were volunteering for the five question interview. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes, I think we're going to be turned on this. Yeah. Listen, yeah. if you get me out of the parade, not a problem. I'll do it for you. No worries. Brilliant. So we'll it's keep so brilliant. Definitely, definitely do. So that, and uh, Roy, you obviously have been involved in streaming and stuff. You not just with bonds, but you do other ver- other streaming things. I know you have a vaping um program that you're involved in but you're also heavily involved in the the virtual bomb parade as well weren't you talk this wee bit about that so well the virtual bomb parade came about was one saturday morning i just happened to be flicking through facebook and there was valerie trying to do this live stream with her phone and trying to get jose join into the stream with her and everything else and she couldn't get him into it because facebook had changed settings and everything else so i sent her a message saying look you know I can host because I've hosted vape shows and everything else. Um, so that just started the phone calls and text messages and messages back and forth that that day. And that night uh-huh. we went live with virtual band parade, um, especially you know, just to start a lockdown. Because like everybody else, you know, Valerie was missing parades. I was missing parades. And we were sure that there was maybe five or ten other people out there in the world that might, you know, might miss yeah. the parades and watches. And we were blown away with just... We went out on a Friday night and a Saturday night, and I think the first night we had 200 in. Right. And sort of the Saturday night, it would drop down a wee bit, and it went up and down, up and down. But it settled down about the 253. I think the maximum was we had about 400 people watching one night. But then the, the views after it as well were just skyrocketing. And uh, we had sort of called a, a halt to it there whenever the marching season came back on again this year. But we both missed it. And we've brought it back now on a, a Friday night where we're, we just go go live once on a Friday night. At the minute we're looking back at parades that have happened this year. So all the uh-huh. footage, um, I can just look back to what Neil said, that people are looking for full band clips, full tune uh-huh. clips. <laughs> it is unbelievable out there how many clips, especially if you're looking for older bands and maybe you know your favourite instruments, Glenn, the accordion. Oh, God, don't start. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you went to look for a clip with Dunloy, you probably could find a, a full clip of Dunloy. But if you went for went to look for a full clip of Adara or Derry Fubble or something like that, some of the, the country bands, 
you couldn't uh-huh. find a full tune. So you're yeah. maybe you only 20 seconds, 30 seconds of a tune. But you know, it, the amount of people that has also found solace in that and you know, come up to me and praise and going, you're the guy from Band Fanti or Band Fanti from Virtual <laughs> <laughs> Virtual Van Parade. Because I'm looking straight at me. Um, but I'm just the wee tiny box in the corner, and it's it is it's strange and scary. Yeah, it, but one of the things that you know, obviously, with um you guys being you know this being a hobby for you guys and having going to parades, COVID must have been and lockdown must have been a wee bit of a nightmare for you. You're like kind of going because you're so used to doing this stuff, going out and seeing, and then all of a sudden it's like there's nothing. Yeah, I must. How, how did you find that, Neil? Because I'm sure if you're you're used to doing putting that type of mileage in, I must have been hard to handle. Yeah, well, the first few months, virtual band parade was a godsend, and you know it grew. You know, started off like an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes, and after a couple of months, it was two hours, two hours, fifteen minutes, and and, <laughs> and twice a night. That I, it was a godsend, and. I was th- I was lucky because I get asked to pick tunes, I get asked to look for tunes, I get they, they drag me in, which I was an eager yeah. volunteer to get involved. To, yeah. to be honest, I wanted when I seen it up and running, and I'd spoke to Valerie that day that she she wanted to get uh, something organised, mm-hmm. and she had said there, look, you know, well, give us permission to use videos, and we'll get you on. And I went, of course, you can use my videos, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. If, it's, yeah. if it's promoting the bands, I'm part of it, and if you need me, I'm there. And it was only a few weeks later that I was asked then to, you know, pick a, pick a list of bands. And uh, Valerie would have went on to Facebook and there was um, a page for all the videographers. And she wanted a certain clip of a certain band. And I was quite eager to look it up and send one through and, you know, to try and help out in any way I could. So that uh-huh. really did help the first few months. But... The, the lockdown sort of came around St. Patrick's weekend and we were at the we were at the caravan where I am now and uh-huh. it was meant to be up there passing boys prayed that night and it was like two days earlier it was cancelled and like my heart sank you know uh-huh. yeah. what do you mean no parades like it's too early we haven't got that far you know I was making all uh-huh. these excuses you know we could get another month or more parades before we have to lockdown <laughs> you know I thought they were jumping the gun too early you know mm-hmm. but you know Looking back on it, they did the right thing when they had to do it. And, you know, it was a sacrifice that we all were making sacrifices and it was a sacrifice that had to be made. It wasn't just as bad as a lot of people made out for us. Anyway, for me, um, our first parade back uh, wasn't even a parade, but it was a couple of bands playing at a cenotaph. It was actually the 1st of July. So uh-huh. it was really only a few months later, and uh, I got a a text from my nephew who's in Rathkin Frozen Boys, and he says we're playing at the Naka Monument outside Green Island tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to come up and videos? And I then found out that Roy was going as well, and I says, well, sure, we'll come up as well. And uh, then found out the Clackburn Young Congress was going to be there at the same night, uh-huh. and uh, that, that was the first of July. And then that just kicked it off again. I mean, for us, and the difference being, you got to see one band, and you were able to get, you know, twenty minutes of one band. You were able to get, you know, five, six, seven tunes. Mm-hmm. But on that night, Elaine, uh, Roy had asked me, could you use some of my footage, and would I send him through my clips? And then Roy was doing 
a full 20 minutes of the band playing in front of Nocky And I uh-huh. was just more happy to get involved and, and help him out. So uh-huh. what I did was I just uploaded sort of one clip or two clips of them turning up at the cenotaph and one other tune. And then I sent the rest of my stuff to Roy and he was able to put together a whole 20-minute clip of the band from multiple angles, playing, laying the reef, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the talk, the whole works. And it really worked out very well and he done a brilliant job with it, so he did. But that was I, the you know, first of July was us getting back at it again. Uh-huh. And it's great to have that collaboration thing, isn't it? You know, the fact that, you know, virtual bond prayed, people helping each other out. Then when prayers come back, people are, are saying, yeah, I want to put something together. By all means, take this. And there, there's something about the bond scene as a whole, you know, where whenever things are needed, then they step up. People step up to the plate, don't they? They they they, they give and give and give, don't they? Yeah. The, sorry. It, you know, your band, Glenn, is a, is a prime example. Um, every every single year, you know, most bands have their band prayed to raise money for the band for the because of the cost for the uniforms and everything else. But Pride of the Raven, every year it's a it's a charity parade that all the money mm-hmm. raised go to the charity. And this year, um, you know, Light of Foots has has been a, a, a beneficiary of that. Um, with you know, how many thousands since now Pride of the Raven has lifted over the years? Oh, it's about 170, 180,000, maybe something like that. Yeah, and that to me isn't shouted about enough. That's you know, it's Neil goes out, um, Richard, everybody goes and videos it and puts it out there. But there's not enough people, not enough of our politicians, not enough of everybody else out there shouting about the work that's being done on the on the charity side. All you mm. ever hear is oh, bad band, bad bands being praying again. Not yeah. not bandsmen have raised one hundred seventy thousand for charity over the last years. Not the the Orange Orders have raised X amount of millions over the years. Yeah. No, you're you're right. You are right there, Dave. What were you gonna say? Well, I have a wee fella in my cap because two years ago when Bam Fan TV was getting up and running and it was Predator Ravens Charity Parade, and I was fortunate enough to get an interview with the chairman and another member at a Predator Raven, and that was some of the questions I put them. You know, who you raising the money for a charity, and why do you raise it for certain charities? And Ned told me in the interview, you know, it's normally somebody within the, the, the within the band that needs help or their family needs help. And they mm-hmm. usually pick their charity through that. And I'd asked them how much they'd raised and all the rest of it. And I had put the video clip together and I had heard that on Band Fan TV on the Tuesday. And then on the Friday, um, Belfast Live turned up at the Ravens band practice and done more or less the sexiest interview that I had done, but they had done That's it right. like three days later. And I had that we fell in my cap, and I was so proud that I got there <laughs> and I had that all out there first. But you know, <laughs> as you were saying, Glenn, there's so many are willing to go out there and you know do so so much work and help each other. At the start, when COVID kicked in and the band parades and all stopped, when they were starting to roll back again, and it was one band at a time. I would have turned up and I have my marshal's license through the uh-huh. Orange Order and I'd have quite happily turned up and asked the band, hey, first, can I video? And mm-hmm. Because it was limited numbers and a lot of bands were walking with like, lesser numbers. Uh, uh-huh. And what they did was the other members that, did, that couldn't walk because they weren't allowed so many members, they would either marshaled or done collection boxes or something. Well, I would have turned up and I said, um, I have my marshal's license. Would you like me to help the band? And they would uh-huh. have said, yes, go ahead. 
and I would have marshaled with the band at the same time I had my camera in my way, I was able to video at the same time. So, you know, it's all about helping each other, right? Working with each other, promoting yeah. the culture, the history, the heritage. Yeah. yeah. We I got asked down to more young defenders. That's one of the flags of the background. Um, down to their parade. But this was also at the time whenever it was just limited numbers um were allowed to parade. But they had pit stops around the way. You know, they had they it was a six mile route and maybe two miles into it they stopped, swapped out drummers, swapped out flitters, swapped out colour party, then went another stopped again and swapped out and everything else. But cause I had said to, to Craig, I said, look, I don't want to be adding to the numbers and everything else. He says, don't worry, you're accounted for within the numbers. So could come down and I then videoed, walked around with him the whole way around live. And mm-hmm. it's that sort of welcome you get from the bands. Um, like the so Rascal, I went and did their their fun day a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago, the year before lockdown. Um stayed the whole day for the fun day, stayed for the parade that night and everything else, and I built such a a good relationship with them and then you know it was neil having his his nephew in it as well it sort of uh-huh. but it wasn't even the rascal that sort of got it was just talking to neil at parades nearly at, at different parades and it was like it normally centered around food somewhere along the way whether <laughs> <laughs> either going for food or just stop for food or just had food or and um then likes of the 13th we met up with was neil and elaine and you know it's, we went to we were supposed to do two prayers together but they were slightly late leaving the house because neil stepped in right um <laughs> <laughs> but we met up at the second prayer down in port down itself and then we went off when the parade was went past we went and had a picnic and then we went back out and watched the sit the return part of the parade and everything else and you know it's just it's those moments that sort of stick with you yeah you know, never mind you, taking the pictures and the videos. It's just those uh-huh. moments, those chats, and everything else that keeps everybody going. And you know what? Know what? Know what? Uh, there's something there that really connects with me around what you guys are saying. Is if you've been listening to the, if you listen to the podcast, you listen to the guys talking about, you know, the sense of camaraderie, the sense of togetherness, the sense of community that people have as being a part of a bond. Mm-hmm. You guys are talking about exactly the same thing from people who are following the bonds or videoing the bonds and you're having the exact same experience there's a sense of camaraderie there's a sense of togetherness there's a sense of community um that seems to pervade absolutely everything that that, that is connected with the bonds as, as, as a whole and that that has at one it's definitely positive but there's something about that that was saying listen well if this is the impact that this has if this brings people together Let's share about this all the more because that I just hear that over and over and over again. And it's like, you know, why can't the mainstream media pick up on that? You know, the, the sense of the gallerness and the community and everything, because that's everybody's experience. That whether you're walking with a bond, you're watching the bond, or you're videoing the bond, we're all having mm-hmm. a similar experience together, aren't we? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's brilliant. We went to a silver van parade down in McGuire's Bridge. Mm-hmm. Miles away, nobody else was there, nobody else was videoing. And uh, at the end of the parade, uh, the van had got a new uniform. We went and watched the dedication. We were invited down. We watched them get the dedicated to the uniform. And uh, at the end of the parade, 
Elaine was standing up in the street in McGuire's Bridge. There's not much in the McGuire's Bridge. And this lady says, I know you from Virtual Band Parade. And Elaine went, right. She says, and where's Neil? So Elaine had to come and get me. And then we went down and we met up this lady. And she plays the accordion and lives below the accordion. And, uh-huh. you know, that's like one end of the country from us to the other. And there was somebody that knew us. But that mm-hmm. wee lady, she was a wee pensioner and she was lovely, absolutely lovely. But she was telling us because of the virtual band parade and through chatting on the virtual band parade that she had become friends out of another lady who watched the virtual band parade and they now regularly meet up for coffee. Wow. And then, you know, these are two people who never knew each other, but through virtual band parade, through the bands themselves, through the chat and all that there, as you say, Glenn, there's a camaraderie People get together, they have something in common, and they meet up. And these were people that just never knew each other beforehand. Yeah. So through the virtual band parade and all, there's so much good has come out of it. And also, also through the virtual band parade, it's the group of videographers and photographers. It's has you know proved how well you know everybody works together. There's nobody's sort of out. Um, there's nobody going. Oh, you only used one of my clips last night, but you used six of his or whatever. It was everybody was like, yeah, use away at the clips and and helping, um, you know, getting the clips picked. But yeah. Neil especially was and Lisa, you know, were just there constantly. Yeah. They were in chat and helping. You know, didn't know how chat was going to go or anything like that, but they were in chatting away and and chatting back and forth to people. But I've made, you know, through the through the virtual band parade, I've made a lot of good friends. Um, but also just great taking by taking pictures and everything else. I've sort of got adopted family now as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elaine and I, we feel a wee bit like the mummy and daddy because there's so many out there now taking videos and photographs and that. And no matter where we go, you've got, you know, Mark or James or the brothers. There's two twins, two elderly brothers from outside Oma. And uh, you've also got um, April and that. And they all come and chat to us. And we kind of feel like we mommy and daddy and they all come and have a yarn with us, which is absolutely brilliant. We just love it. Brilliant. I don't want to tell people you're 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 my dad Neil, but <laughs> <laughs> but even with the, the virtual bomb parade, you had that sense of belonging. You know, that, that same kind of feel that you would have had at a parade, the the banter, the crack, you know, and the, the being able to joke about things and stuff, you know, it was amazing just how that, you know, transferred even onto the digital, you know, platform, you know, the people were able to, to feel like that type of connection. And then I remember there was the, was it the the regimentals parade? You know, there was uh, one of the very first sort of gatherings of people the from big, the big, parade. big parades. Yeah, and uh, it was it was, it was almost as if, even though they were just like a, a picture and a piece of text on a chat, you know, it was like kind of almost when you went, out, oh, you're such and such, aren't you? And, you're, and it was like you almost had, you already had a relationship with them in the strangest sense, you know. So yeah. even in the midst of, you know, you know, a hard period of time, you know, something around the bonds still kept people together, still kept that, that sense of, of, of community. Just in talking about some of, you know, we were talking about a particular parade there. Have you guys got a favorite parade that you either like to go and watch or a parade that you love to go and video? I've, well, it's two, two, oh, yeah, two, two that I would say that I really enjoy doing. 
Um, one would be Rascal Pros and Boys, just due to the, the fact the relationship I have with the <laughs> the relationship I have with the band. But it's just their their parade because it is literally a band turns up, goes and parades, and then there's a gap. But then you've gotten the, you're getting the chance to speak to the Rascal guys in between the the you know the bands coming and everything else. And the other one, surprise, surprise, is more Young Defenders Parade. Right. But this year, this year it took a bit, well, a bit more of a special turn for me. To me, it was just going uh -huh. down, meeting the ones from more Young Defenders, having a chat with them before the parade, and then getting them parade and everything else. But because of the virtual band parade, I've now got good friends down in Kilkeel, uh -huh. um, Joy and Reggie. And you know, they welcomed us into the house, me and the family, and feeding us with coffee and buns. There was else because Neil wasn't there to feed us. We knew how to find somebody else to feed us. And you know, so that's the that's the two that I really enjoy. But I suppose Port Rush would be another, you know, another parade that you have to say when you get the good weather for Port Rush Sons of Ulster's parade, it is amazing, fantastic parade. And also for photographs where I stand, I get the, the harbour in the background. So uh -huh. there you go. There's three. Three for the price of two. Neil, what about you? Uh, a parade that I love attending is Tully Vallon, Silver Band. It's right down on the border. Um, I, the first time we went down, again, we like to go places that nobody else is going. The first time we went down, and we turned up, and we seen a few cars parked in this car park, and we decided we'll park up, we grabbed the cameras and stuff, and we walked up onto the main road from the car park, and there was two police officers and mm -hmm. uh, we asked them, where does the parade start? And they looked at Elaine and I says, you haven't been here before. And we went, no. They went, well, some will start down there at that right. corner. Some will start up there at that church. And some will start here in the car park. And then we went, right. But what's, what, what about the land bar one? And the policeman says, well, we, we don't bother. We're land bar ones down here. They just turn up. <laughs> And he says, if, if you want to see the parade, go down to the Orange Hall, which is just down that wee road there. You'll get a cup of tea and a bun, and you'll be made most welcome. And you'll get to see them all because that's where they finish. And uh -huh. we thought, right, that's fantastic. So we dandered down into the, the, the car park of the Orange Hall, and there was a couple of marquees. There was a field beside the Orange Hall, and there was stuff going on in the field. There was a barbecue going, and there was a, and there was a stall, and we looked at each other and we didn't know what to look at. We didn't know where to go, and me being an orange man, Ed went up to the orange hall, and I hadn't really knew the history of Tully Bond before that, and uh -huh. uh, I went up to the hall and the guy says, "How you doing?" He obviously sent the camera. He says, "You got to take some videos for us," and I went, "Well, we hope to." And he says, "Have you ever been in our hall?" And I says, "No." So he brought us in, and he was the treasurer of the lodge, mm -hmm. and uh, he is also the bass. No, he's a uh, he plays in Tully Valman on the trumpet, I think it is. Right, and okay. he says, you know the history, and I says, no, I don't really. He says, well, come on in, and he showed me a memorial stone on the wall with names on it. He says, and he told me the year. He says, I was at a meeting in this hall one night, and the IRA broke the doors down. And they shot six men dead within the hall. And they shot one more outside. And then they shot a couple more. And he says, this is the hall. And then he showed me their banner, which guns at the back of the hall. And it has a, a memorial on the banner and all. 
And the maid is so welcome that he actually, mm. they have a book written about the history of the hall, Tullyval Orange Hall, and he posted the book out to me. He got a copy of the book and he posted it to me and he wouldn't take a donation or nothing for it and he sent it to me. And they made us so welcome. When you went into the car park, I say there was a barbecue on one side, then there was a stall. When you went into the marquee, there was games going on in the marquee. No one you throw like the sandbag through the uh-huh. holes and win a prize. Yeah. That was going on. And there was a cake stall going on. So of course we had to buy some cakes and buns. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. When you went when you went across into the field, there was um tractors and hay bales and stuff, and there was games for the kids. And over the far side of the field, they had air rifles and targets up. And I uh-huh. thought, like, what sort of bomb parade is it when you have targets and air rifles going? <laughs> <laughs> you got that belt off, you'd be in trouble. And it was so different. It was so different. It was, they had these, a square car park and they had all these chairs laid out. Uh-huh. And before the, before the first band turned up, all these chairs were filled. So the band walks down, walks into the field, goes through the field, comes into the orange hall through a side gate and walks right. down and plays two tunes in front of the audience and then they break up. And every band does that. The parade's right. only about an eighth of a mile long. They only walk down the street. Uh-huh. But the crowd was fantastic. I mean, there was hundreds at it. It was a gorgeous night, absolutely brilliant. And the atmosphere was fantastic. The tea, the buns, the cake, it was brilliant. And after the parade was over, Somebody says, way up into the hall there and uh, get yourself something to eat. And they had this table that stretched the full length of the orange hall and it had buns and sandwiches and cakes on it, tape both ends and a bucket at each end. And you put your donation in the bucket, you picked up a plate and you helped yourself. Wow. And I never seen as much food in my life. It was amazing. There were sandwiches, buns and cakes galore. And every time a plate emptied, they just brought another cake out. And there was somebody standing with a carbonate cutting apple tarts up and handing the apple right. tarts out. It was amazing. Absolutely. That would be my favourite parade to attend. Just the, we've been back a few times now since then. And uh, they, they always make you welcome. It's just so different and completely out of the ordinary for a bomb parade. The video, Good. probably, sorry, the video parade, I quite like Scarva. Because right. it's a bank holiday, um, a lot of bands have big bands out. I mean big bands out. And I just normally put the, the camera up, turn it on, and watch the whole parade walk by as one. And uh, I don't really have much work to do. It's just one clip. <laughs> so I like video and Scarba, but I like it in Tully, Tully Vallon. Brilliant. It sounds like Tully Vallon might get a few extra visitors now because I think if they're Honda, if they're dishing out the apple tart and all that there kind of thing, Roy, I think we need to make a, an appearance down there at the next one. So um, let, let's <laughs> let's make a date for that there. I'm up for that. So good stuff. <laughs> and in terms of where, and Neil, you've given us a wee bit of a flavour of where things are maybe going in the future for you um, in terms of developing Bonfond TV and stuff. Roy, where do you see things heading for Pictures on Parade? just continue along the path of going um i've got absolutely no plans to you know apart from the lives which are there now and the pictures that's to me as much as as much as that's going um you know i'm happily you know trying to put more time into helping you out on um made to parade podcast and helping behind the scenes and 
and, mm-hmm. and sorting things out. So I could see more of my time going down towards that because you know, to me, I feel privileged to be asked to be on this side of it, uh-huh. you know, being, being interviewed. Um, but Made to Pray to me is a fantastic concept with the, the audio. I think it's getting, getting going to get better with the, the video side of things because I think a lot of people like to see who it is that's talking yeah. and everything else. The the sort of ad- adaptations you can actually bring into it as well is going to be fantastic um, going down that way. The the virtual band parade, as much as that we probably had thought, you know, that lockdown was was over, that was the end of the virtual band parade, but I think it's going to, to rumble on in, on the off seasons for for quite a while to come as well. So Yeah, brilliant. And then what about you then? Obviously, you've got some developments with uh, Bonfant TV, but where, do you, where are things going with you guys? I'm hoping that over the winter months where things are a wee bit quieter, I've a few, I've some footage of things that I've done during the year. I'm hoping to bring out maybe a couple of 20-minute specials. There's a couple yeah. of things that went on. Um, I've been invited by a couple of bands too to come along to their practice. And I'm interested, interested to see how the bands keep you know, their members and what to do during the winter when things are quiet and there's no grades. How do they keep things rolling, mm. you know, and keep the interest there and, and the fundraising and stuff like that there. As Roy says, the video side of it, there's so much scope there for so much more uh, growth um, through uh, yourself on the parade and uh, other sides of it. The Bam Van TV um is a bit of crack and over the winter I kind of look back on things that's happened throughout the year I like to kick up a golden oldie and pick up a clip from 10 or 15 years ago and mm-hmm. show that sort of side date but um, it's I think there's plenty of room there for growth and uh, for people to get out there and uh, share the good news of the bands and what to do and, and promote it and you know there's a lot of history out there that needs covered of yeah. um there's a guy in my lodge, uh, James E. Lance. He's uh, 94 now, and he's been in bands from when he was a teenager, uh, way up uh, Johnson Star. And he's forever saying to me, you know, you should come down and talk to some of the members. You know, come down, hear some of the old stories, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think there's there's a thing there that, you know, you could work on too, um, that you could... Uh, and interview people with all that experience. Not the people. There's plenty of work with the people who's um, working today in the band scene, yeah. and, and, and working and growing the band scene and promoting the band scene. But there, there's a lot of old history out there too that you know should be captured before it's lost. Yeah. I think. No, I, I think you're right. It's one of the things that I'm going to be trying with Lisburn Young Defenders, being the, the first band I'm going to try it with, is to record the history of the band. So go down to their band practice and re- and we speak to the band members there and also get the history of the band, but mm-hmm. also try and use that to create a sort of 20 second, 30 second um, advert for the band. Because at the minute on Facebook, all you ever see is these posters as bands trying to recruit and people will share the, share the picture out. But does anybody mm-hmm. ever really read the pictures? Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a 20 second, 30, 20 to 30 second advert for the band, and this is the reason why you should get join the band with a bit of their music playing in the background and everything else. That's So I'm just trying to get a night where I can actually get down to, to Lisburn to, to record that, but also then try and care, create um, an archive of the history of, of that band mm. and 
all different bands and try and work out. So I'm probably going to be calling on on both of you to sort of to work out what sort of questions to ask. Yeah, you two are are good at interviewing in your in your own styles. So. Yeah, no worries. I, I, do you know what? It, it's definitely something that, that's coming to the fore now, you know, all the more, because we did an episode with um, Port Down Defenders in the previous um, season, and we had two of the founding members from the band down a part of, that were part of that episode, and that went down uh, so well. And it actually, we now have Craig Alvin, Protestant Boys, and they heard that and they want to do something similar. They want to capture some of the, the old boys and get their stories and stuff. And it's a bit like you were talking about, Neil, or, you know, there's the sense that we maybe need to record like almost like an oral history, you know, of the these stories and, you know, the stuff before we, you know, we, we miss out on before it's gone, you know, and before someone we miss out on it completely. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's definitely something happening in that area i think bonds are starting to recognize you know that maybe we need to do this you know we're hitting 50 60 70 80 some bonds are 120 odd years you know young and uh they're like we really need to capture this you know because somewhere down the lane you know this may be a really great resource for people who wanted to know well what happened what was this all about and here you would have uh, an absolutely brilliant collection of stories and histories of bonds so definitely something that, that, that's coming to the fore just in terms of finishing off then guys where can people get to see your work well <laughs> uh, we're uh, on the march videos on youtube on the march images on facebook we've started this week on tiktok putting up uh short clips and uh we're going to try and grow that too and try and find a, a bigger market uh, there. We do uh, a wee bit on Twitter, not an awful lot. Um, mm. Again, it's mostly just sharing links to the YouTube page, but on the March videos or on the March images. And of course, Bamfan TV on a Tuesday night. Brilliant. Roy? Mine's just simple. Pictures on Parade, um, both Facebook and YouTube. Um, I- I'm going to try and remember to upload the the lives from Facebook onto YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the technology out in the field to put it to two places at once. Um, but also then the virtual band parade can be found on the Ulster Bands Forum on Facebook and Ulster Bands Forum on YouTube. And that's on a Friday night at 8 o'clock. And Brilliant. it's two hours-ish. <laughs> depending on how depending on how much Valerie talks or if people don't upset her. Or or depending on how many accordion bonds are on. Um you know, so that's that, that's for me is the, the killer. See the, the, the length of time the accordion bonds take to get through their tunes. That's you know, that's that's half the battle, like you know what I mean? So let's let's get rid of them. Roy, let work on it, please. Manipulate some of those clips and let's get rid of the accordions. All right. <laughs> well, have more white socks. Yeah, more. Well, no more white socks because obviously, um, you know that that's great. But we we need to educate these white sock wearers. You know that. You know, Told you all last year, white socks is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely feels like it. I have actually have a pair of white socks that I got made. They're, they have a black sole on them, but the the main part of them is white, and they have the pair of the Ravens badge on them. That's, those are my parade socks. You know what I mean? So, uh, um. 
they're making a comeback in some shape or form. But listen, guys, absolutely fantastic to have you on. I really appreciate you taking the time to share some of your stories. And as I say, it really does connect um, with all of the stories that, that we've, we've featured on, on the podcast prior to this as well. So thank you very much for coming on, but also thank you for the work that you guys do and for sharing the, the parades with everybody because I know it's been an absolute godsend for me at times, you know, that maybe I've had to work or whatever and I haven't been able to be at a parade and then being able to go and watch the, the footage you guys have, either the live or the clips and everything. It's been absolutely fantastic. So so thank you guys for, for all that you do. Well, thank can you, I brother. say, um, thank you, can I say on behalf of Roy and myself, just congratulations on Made the Parade, your book and uh, your podcast, it's fantastic, and uh, the work that you're doing to promote the bands yourself is brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Well, it thank is. you, Neil. I'll just echo, echo everything that Neil said. Alrighty, so there you go, folks. I hope you enjoyed that conversation there with, with Roy and Neil. Always great to get a very different perspective on parades. Make sure you join us again next week for another episode on the Made to Parade podcast here on our fifth season. And uh, absolutely fantastic to have everybody who's now not just listening in, but watching with us on YouTube. So until the next time, look after yourselves and take it easy. You have been listening to the Made to Parade podcast, sponsored by the British Drum Company, where Phantom, Regimental Series and Axial Parade Drums are hand-built in the UK to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Amazing.